You all right? If you don't know me, I'm the vicar. It's great to see you. I heard there's a bit of a strain called Omicron. You can't be too cautious these days, folks. So uh, I'm ready. You know, it's not getting me. So, folks, it, two years ago, I wore something very similar to this to illustrate something of the doctrine of the incarnation. Little did I realize how prophetic it was going to be. That actually we would get used to something. This is my wife's PPE. She's a nurse in the NHS. Hey. It's, I don't know how you wear this. It is so hot already. I'm going to take it off. There you go. Oh, it's too warm. It's too warm. Now, let me ask you a quick question, folks. If you know somebody who has COVID at the minute, raise a hand. Okay, it's quite a lot. Look around the room. Folks, if you're watching online, there's a lot of hands in the air. There's a lot of folks who can't be here today. Oh, it's hot uh, because of COVID. So if you know somebody's tested positive, if you've had to do lateral flows every day for a couple of days, raise a hand. If you've had to give them to your children, raise a hand. My heart goes out to you. It's a nightmare, isn't it? We live in weird times. Who'd have thought that, for the, that we would get used to wearing masks? Who'd have thought we'd get used to PPE? Who'd have thought it would become so part of life that our children now expect to see people wearing masks? It's a crazy season that we live in. And you know, we don't know what 2022 is going to bring, is it? This is a really positive, cheery message, isn't it, today, folks? We don't know what it's going to bring. Earlier this week, my, over the last couple of Wednesdays, we've been setting aside a, a day to pray. And at 12 o'clock, we've been going onto the streets of this area, taking chocolates and trying to bless people and bring life and, and look for conversations to talk about hope and about Jesus. And you know, this Wednesday, what I noticed was a kind of gloom on people, just the... it's just not going away. Maybe that's your experience. Maybe you've kind of been tracking the news and you've seen COVID rates rising. You just think, somebody said to me, is Boris Johnson going to cancel Christmas? Well, he can't have the power to cancel Christmas, folks. That belongs to somebody in much higher power. But there's this question of what's going to happen in this season, a sense of deflatedness and a sense of discouragement on lots of different people that we encountered. And honestly, you feel it in the church also. So I want to say three things, folks, today, why I think we should and must celebrate this day. And first of all, I want to read from um, the Gospel of John. Uh, The Gospel of John, when he talks about Christmas, is really big picture. I love it. There's not the detail of the angels and the shepherds, but there is a sense of the theology, the bigger picture of what Christmas really means. And we're going to see something on the screen any minute now, which is our reading for today, which comes from John 1.14. The word became flesh and blood and moved into the neighborhood. Have we got another bit? We saw the glory with our own eyes, the one-of-a-kind glory, like father, like son. Generous inside and out, true from start to finish. In a different translation of the Bible, in John chapter 1, verse 1, it says this, In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. 
In verse 14, it says, The word became flesh and made his dwelling among us. We have seen his glory, the glory of the one and only Son, who came from the Father, full of grace and truth. I want to tell you a story. Yesterday, my parents arrived. And so we did what you do, which is you hoover and go crazy. So I volunteered to hoover. And we've got a really old vacuum cleaner that uses bags, folks. So I was hoovering away, and I thought one of the kids has turned the vacuum cleaner off as a joke. And I didn't find it funny because I was, you know, doing the jobs. And then I discovered the vacuum bag, vacuum cleaner bag was full and it turned itself off. So showing initiative, I changed the vacuum cleaner bag and inadvertently threw into the bin the full vacuum cleaner bag, but also a piece of the vacuum cleaner. So when it came to replace the bag, I said to my wife, I can't do it. And she said, she looked at it and said, well, what, where's the bracket gone? I said, what bracket? She said, you've thrown away the brackets. So I thought, this is, if I don't fix this, I'm going to get some more feedback. So I went into the bin and I found the brackets. And I looked at the bracket and there was a spring, only one spring, but two parts. And I thought, I think there's a spring missing. So my wife said to me, I can't fix this because you've lost the spring. It's probably in the bin. And do you know you ever have those moments you think, I think it probably is. I think I've thrown away. And she said, it won't work. You've thrown away the spring. So I decided, folks, that I needed to empty out everything in the bin. So I tipped it on its side. And we've got a dog now. And dogs are lovely, but they poo. So we've got bags of dog, and we're taking it out. One, I'm taking it out very gently. One bag, two bags, trying not to gag. My children thought it was hilarious. They just watched me. Come and see this. So my hand is in the bin. It's disgusting. I'm taking everything out, and I cannot find the spring. It's totally gone. And I'm thinking, oh, no, I can't finish vacuuming. So I look online at Google Images. Praise Jesus for Google Images. And do you know what I discover? This adapter's only got one spring. <laughs> I've had my hand in the bin, emptying out dog poos and goodness knows what else to find that it wasn't lost after all. That sense of, and as I was doing it, I was thinking, this is a bit like the scandalous story of Christmas. Like we sanitize it and make it about a man with a big red costume and white beard and it's sweet and it's lovely but do you know it's an absolute scandal that the God of heaven would step into our world is absolutely mind-blowing and this is what John is talking about today and we need to recapture the reality of the scandal of the cross what does Christmas say to us in 2021 in a COVID epidemic, in a rise of Omicron, and the questions of when will it end, it says this, that God stepped into the reality of the mess. Number one, in, in, in John chapter 1, verse 1, it says, In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. What on earth does that even mean? It means this, folks. That today we should celebrate the true meaning of Christmas because it tells us of something of power and of weakness. That right at the beginning of time that God existed and that Jesus existed is called the Word right at the beginning of time. In fact, the Bible says in the Old Testament God that Jesus speaks creation into being. He has existed Begotten on me. He, hasn't even, he has existed from the beginning of time. I can't get my head even around it. But it shows you how powerful he is. And shows that he surrenders that power to become like a baby.
The second reason that we should celebrate Christmas, we should celebrate love. The love of Jesus that compels him to step into the world. And we should celebrate that the Bible says he becomes flesh. It means he takes on human form. He becomes like one of us yet without sin. Which means that he goes on to redeem us on the cross. He surrenders his life on the cross. Taking our sin, our stuff that separates us from God, the, the things that mean we want to live our own lives, our own ways. Because he becomes like one of us in his birth, when he dies upon the cross, he takes that which separates us from God. And the second thing that we celebrate, he becomes like flesh, is that he is somebody who is familiar with our ways. It means this, folks, that, that in Hebrews chapter 4, verse 15, it says we have somebody who sympathizes with us. It means that when we pray to God, we're not praying to God who is far away, who has no idea what it's like to be human. We are praying to somebody who knows what it is like to feel rejection. We're praying to somebody who knows what it's like to go through desolation, through tough times. We are praying to somebody that knows what it is like to walk as a human being, yet yet without sin. And the third thing, folks, today, the third reason we celebrate Christmas, whether you've tested your lateral flow, you've got those dreaded two lines, is we celebrate this, two things, connection and embrace. That God does not do social distance. Hallelujah. God does not wear PPE to keep a distance. That God steps into the reality of our lives. In fact, C.S. Lewis wrote a book called The Great Divorce. And he described social distance as an attribute of hell. The sense that you're distant from people. You can't embrace people. You can't see people. But God steps into our world. In fact, in verse 14, it says, He became flesh and made his dwelling amongst us. If you remember, as our church, we journeyed through the life of Moses. And there was a moment where God dwelt among his people. The presence of God was right in the midst of his people. And it means that Jesus embraces the fullness of God and makes his home amongst us. That he does not do social distance. That he draws close to us. And it means this. As he draws close to us. The Bible says he's full of grace and truth. We don't, we don't live in a certain way to try and get God's approval, to do good things. And that Christianity is not about being good and doing good things. It's about God, who's rich in mercy, stepping into our world, drawing close to us. And that's, folks, is a third reason why we should celebrate Christmas this day. Do you know that Corona, a very smart person told me this. That corona is the Latin for crown. That corona is the Latin for crown. And I heard a friend of mine who's a vicar do this sermon. I'm stealing this bit off him, I have to be honest. He says that King COVID has had his way for too long. Now, don't worry, I'm not an anti-vaxxer. I'm not going to do a whole spiel about that, folks. Get your vaccine, okay? Get your booster. And then get the other booster, whatever is coming. I'm all up for getting jabbed. Okay. But if we're honest, COVID has changed the way we live our lives. It has changed, for a lot of folks, it's changed and challenged Christmas. It's the thing that dominates the news. It's the thing that dominates people's conversations. 
And in the same way as Jesus is born into a world where there was a king who was not good and a government that was corrupt. I'm not getting party political here, folks, for the record. It tells us that Jesus embraced a world of mess and reminded us of a different story that began in a garden and will end in another city, a city to which we belong. And so today we celebrate in all the frustrations, in all the changing of the plans as a prophetic act. You may even want to get some cheesy Christmas tunes out, guys, and just maybe lay a groove in the middle of your kitchen floor, however it is you roll. Maybe as you're eating your Christmas dinner today, you may want to raise a toast to celebrate the truth that when Jesus stepped into our world, it wasn't ideal. But he brought about a new way of living. A new way of living that means he transforms our lives. That changes the way we live. And there's a couple of things, the reason that we celebrate this day is we celebrate because celebration always encourages us to look forward. We look forward to a better day. I look forward to a day where there will be no more COVID. And the other thing that we celebrate today is we ask the question, where, Jesus, can we share with others the joy that we have in you? So, folks, my encouragement is this. Let's remember the true meaning of Christmas, that God is with us. Yes, our plans may change. We might have to, have a, we might have to eat turkey for the next two weeks as people can't come. Praise Jesus. Maybe turkey curry, that's always a good thing, isn't it? But we celebrate there is a story which is bigger than COVID. We celebrate a story which is Jesus will return for his people. And we celebrate a story that Jesus steps into the mess of life and brings radical and total transformation. And in this new year, folks, we're going to be starting an alpha course. Whether it's in person or online. Because King COVID is not having his way with Alpha. We're going to do it anyway. And if you're here and you're thinking, I'm interested, what is this Jesus character? What is this Christian faith? I would love, I won't be wearing this, don't worry. This is just the party piece. I'll get changed in a minute. We are going to explore what is the claims of the Christian faith. And we would love everybody, if you know somebody, you invite. We've had more people sign up for Alpha from our community than certainly a time that I can remember. There is a hunger, folks in these crazy times, to know more about Jesus, to know more about life. If you're here and you'd love to come on Alpha, please come be my guest. It's going to be absolutely awesome.